This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman, and uh, here we are, right from Omaha. I got Danielle Altman, special guest, on with me today. My co-host, as always, Tony Shore. Again, you're listening to the Big O Money Show, the premier advisory group's uh, big radio show here. Tony, I think we're six plus years in on this show. Yeah, we are. Is that wild? I I cannot believe that. Almost seven years, yep. Loyal listeners we have. We appreciate you all very much. Hope you're having a fantastic week. Winter, I believe, has arrived in, in the Big O and surrounding areas. We haven't seen too much white stuff on the ground yet, but areas close to us, Danielle, you're in Valley or Fremont and you saw three inches on the ground the other day. Yeah, I was sticking into the yards, not on the roads, but out in the yards, there was about, there were a few inches sticking to that grass. So about that, how about Tony Shore in the big twin cities, oh, Stillwater. I we're looking say. at three inches on the ground and it's currently snowing and it's in the twenties oh, here. It's love it. Yeah. It's very cold and it's snowing. And we've got yep. three inches on the ground. So you put the snow blade on the uh, Prius yet I, <laughs> or the bolt bolt? Uh, no, I have not. I, I'll be pushing okay. around snow with the volt this, uh, this winter, but I have yeah. gotten the snow blower out. So yeah, yep. good for you. Yep. I like it. Right? Yep. Yeah. I have a Bill Kaiser came in the office the other day telling me that, uh, his neighbor said, or his uh, friend got a bunch of snow back east, and and Bill said, "Geez, you have a snowblower?" He goes, "Yeah, he's 14." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, if you can get your teenagers to scoop right. the driveway, shovel the driveway, that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's not an ask; it's more of a demand. Right, right. And we were in full dictatorship in the Altman household. <laughs> yeah, we're co-dictators. <laughs> You and Danielle, you drive a hard uh-huh. bargain with the kids, don't you? Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Yep. yep. You got to contribute. Yes, you have to contribute. If you're going to live there, you got to contribute, right? Yeah. It's Thanksgiving right around the corner. Yeah. Coming up this week, Danielle. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is that wild? Yeah. Well, we've yeah. got a lot to be thankful for. So, we certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. We live in the best country in, in the world by far. Yep. Right. And, uh, and most people are good people. We have yep. good jobs and we can eat and, and all that. And, uh, it's important for all those that have those blessings and have had them to make sure they're sharing them with others. Yeah. But I think right? the three of us, the biggest thing that the three of us have to be thankful for, and it's all the same is, uh, the friendship of Bill Kaiser. I oh, think right. that's number one, right? That has to be number one. <laughs> Tony's it's Tony's man crush there. Everybody <laughs> I haven't noticed yet. <laughs> uh bill kaiser we have some uh so we had midterms yep. right and i think all the results by now are finalized after all the machines broke and they fixed them except or georgia happened. yeah so that, well it's come yeah they have it's the pretty solid election they have the runoff election right but uh, we'll so we'll see what happens but as for uh it wasn't the red sweep we talked about that a little bit last week but we are seeing a democratic-led senate and a republican-led 
house. It's divided. Um, and every year after midterms, the market's been up the year after. Yep. Is that pretty crazy? Yep. When it's divided, the average is 17.5%. Yeah, because the market likes gridlock. And with yeah, a divided it, it, house and Senate, you're going to get some gridlock, right? It, even with even without divide in it, after a midterm year, markets were up since 1950, every time. Wow. Yeah. That's a stat right there. Yeah. Every year after the midterms, the markets are up. And if it's a divided house, what, 17% is usually the 17, return? 5. Yeah. Yeah. And the average S&P is like 12.6. Sure. 12.3 uh, average annual return. 17.5 after uh, with a divide. Good. And I hope that holds midterm. true next year so we can make up for we, 2022. We could use it. Yeah. We could use it. Yeah. yeah wipe 2022 off the off the map. Yep. I think, you know. So anyway, the real estate market, Danielle, I mean, you're busy as heck. You know, it seems like every time Danielle says that she kind of wants to slow down a little bit for the holidays, you know, so she can make sure she's there at home and, and doing what she needs to do with whatever, with everything, I should say, whatever you do. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it can't. And then also, whenever she, every she says that, I, I think, oh, my God, the opposite's going to happen because it always does. Or when you go on a trip. Yep. I'm busier than ever right now. So oh. I buyers are not slowing down with the interest rates even being a little higher right now. We're in the sixes and sevens on a 30-year mortgage and uh, buyers are still buying. I've never had more buyers. It's it's wild right now. So um, the problem is there's just still no inventory out there. So, you know, the market has cooled off a little with the listings, you know, sitting a little longer days on market, but stuff is still selling and selling for close to asking right now. We're still seeing here in Omaha. So wow. Things are good. So, yep, so the market is still still up, huh? I know it's cooled a little bit as far as you know asking over, right? And there is a little more inventory, or is inventory really still a big problem? Here in Omaha, it's still a problem, depending on you know um, certain you know areas of town or, or certain styles of home and certain price points, of course. Um, still anything under 250 right now here in Omaha is still really tough to find, and right. when it comes on, it's it's going really quick. But yeah, then you have your higher end listings, you know, maybe instead of selling first day on market, they're taking about a week or, you know, so it is slowing down a little, but they're still getting close to asking price. Wow. So think, yeah, so it's still in Omaha, at least, you know, it's really good. We're seeing areas like Phoenix, we have clients down there in California where homes are sitting. So we're seeing those markets really start to get hit. Uh, but here in Omaha, things are pretty, for the most part, stable right now. Yeah, I know here in the Twin Cities, uh, there's still... Uh, a shortage of availability for houses. Uh, it's cooled a little bit, but it's still, there's still a lot of demand. Uh, the demand is more than the supply right now still. Okay. Same as here in Omaha. Yeah. So it's keeping things right. good and for it, now. And that typically is how it, how it goes. Yeah, prices have, prices have cooled off. They have, they're not right. quite as crazy. You know, you don't well, hear the stories about the... people having to do 50,000 over asking and, and waiving the inspections and you're not seeing that anymore. No, are you really? Yeah. So here no. in Omaha now we're starting to do, it's nice. My buyers are able to come in, offer a little under asking, or at least just asking price. You know, we're not getting into the crazy bidding wars and yeah, we're able to do home inspections. So my buyers are doing home inspections and, uh, and it's good. Mm -hmm. It's good for buyers right now. And you did actually just lose out on one house that got over that, that got bid up on you. 
yeah. from a client. They, your clients were just unwilling to pay that extra markup. And it was that's good for them, obviously, when they can have that discipline to cut it off yeah. and not get into those bidding wars and start overpaying for houses, especially at a 7% interest rate. Yeah, right? 7%. So. Yeah. And so, we're you know, you hear the talk, too, about people you know, saying, Hey, well, why don't you go variable for a little bit, like an arm. And then as soon as interest rates come back down, then you can refinance. I still think that's a pretty risky move. You know, and we've seen fixed rates uh, a lot higher, you know, and, and rates could continue to go higher. So just because you hear things, people saying that the fed may pivot on interest rates and interest rates will come back down. That's definitely not a sure thing. And people have gotten in trouble with adjustable rate mortgages in the past, but they've adjusted on them unexpectedly. Like now, for instance, when they had an adjustable rate that started at two or 3% and now you're adjusting to who knows, you know, whatever your terms were, but you're definitely up higher, your mortgage payments, higher property taxes have increased. Um, uh, uh, insurance premiums, it seems like they've increased across the board. So now we're seeing just kind of a, a whole different take on it. And people I've seen a couple of foreclosures lately come on the market, even locally, um, you know, and, and we weren't really seeing that for a while at those low rates. I don't, I maybe maybe it's definitely, maybe you've seen them more often than I have. Yeah, no. Yeah. We're not seeing. Right. Interesting. You know, so it's, yeah, crazy markets here. That's all there is to it. But you know, if you, if you don't like it, you know, they say, wait a day, it'll change like our weather here in Nebraska. And that's what we can constantly be sure of is markets changing and, and, um, and, and kind of s- strategies shifting, um, not only based on where you are in your life, but also uh, what's going on in the actual global marketplace. You know, where's demand? You know, what, what looks kind of hot right now where we saw growth in, in, the, in the equity world and the stock market be so popular, you know, and, and it really was on fire for quite a long time. And we've seen the shift now more to a value based, you know, but we're going to see all of it. We talked about, you know, the electrification of the, of the world or, you know, at least here in the United States, they say 2035, no more combustion engines being made yeah. um, for a, for a, just a regular everyday car, right? Right. A consumer's little vehicle, you know, but to get there, we need substantial investment in infrastructure, yeah. in the grid and, and it's way bigger than, than we can even possibly think. I mean, it's no joke that in money that has to get spent. So those are, you know, there's headwinds and tailwinds in markets. And we've talked about those before or what, you know, what is going to happen? Those utilities, that, those utilities and those, you know, those raw goods to, to create what they need to with this infrastructure to bring the grid up to spec is going to create a lot of jobs, Right. And, and right now I think we have two jobs for every one person. Is that wild? Two jobs for every one person yeah. here in the United States. It's, you know, things need to change somehow, some way, some way we have to have, well, I mean, how are we going to build all this? If you, have you thought about that though? No, I, you know, I know I've thought about the fact that we need like uh, uh, the power grid, we need infrastructure, we need certain things. But I haven't thought about the um, the problem with finding workers to do it, how we're going to accomplish that aspect, because you're right. Uh, there is a, a crisis uh, in shortage of workers. That is a problem that we have. And my wife uh, is the director of recruiting for a large um, uh, health uh, home company, uh, home uh uh, home health care, home health care and um, centers, uh, assisted Got living 
centers and memory care units and nursing homes. They own them all over, all over the country. And she is trying, she's the head recruiter. And uh, let me tell you, her job has been not fun the last few years since COVID on. But the problem is uh, there's not enough workers and nobody wants those jobs like a CNA, you know, to take care of elderly people and help them change their clothes and go to the bathroom and bathe them. And it's turned them over in their beds when they need it and work with people who have memory care issues. Those are tough jobs and they don't pay as well as you would think they would. And so they're having a hard, hard time. But nurses across the board, even uh, physicians, assistants, nurse practitioners, RNs, LPNs, there's a huge shortage. Uh, But that's like every industry that I've heard has a shortage of workers, right? I mean, we're talking 12 years, if you think about it, a little over 12 years before they want to make um, the grid so sustainable where you can power, everybody can have an electric car and you can charge it every night. Right. You know, 12 years. You know, the Kansas City uh, Royals are moving to um, downtown Kansas City. They announced that. I didn't know and that. So, yeah, and, and they said that new stadium is going to take uh, the last game that will be played in current Kaufman is uh, in 2029. So 2030 will be the first. So if it takes seven or eight years to build a stadium with all the infrastructure and permitting and the whole nine yards that has to be done, and we want to bring America up to full capacity to electrify every vehicle here. In just in, 12 in years. 12 years? <laughs> I mean, is that really possible with the people that we have here right now? I just don't. Maybe it is. And uh, we've been surprised. So we'll see what happens. But the bottom line is for investing, you know, you say, well, Bill, you know, you're you're kind of often bullish on markets. Right. And, uh, you know, but you don't like the current political landscape. And I say, well, yeah, but the, we can't just say the current political landscapes are are, are everything and, and our reason why we invest or how we invest or what we buy. No, you can't let you know? politics influence yeah. your investing though. Really? You, you got, you have to put those blinders on and then you have to look at things like I was just saying when Reuters, you know, it was an article I read, you know, so every year since 1950 market's been up after those are really good statistics to look at or looking back at 74% of S and P years since 1926 have been up years, green years, positive years. Right. Well, that's, those are pretty darn good stats. Yeah. You know, and so if you can kind of follow that and have a disciplined investing approach and a balanced, and now that interest rates have come up on bonds, you know, the one thing bad is interest rates are up higher on cars and, and homes and things are more expensive to buy because of that and inflation, right, on the actual good mm-hmm. itself. But all, but now we can have better CD rates, uh, money market and checking and savings rates will, will follow. We've seen that. Um, we're seeing better annuity rates out there for, the, for savers. Uh, bond rates are up. So the safe, the safe money options are the options where your principal's protected. We're finally seeing some rates go up there. They've been so low for so long, almost non-existent on uh, things attached to the bank like CDs. And now we're finally seeing right. some good rates and some things like MIGAs and annuities you mentioned. They're getting some really good deals where you get a downside protection or a complete principal protection and you get uh, upside or a fixed upside and uh, the yeah, rates are a lot three better. Year, two and three year tax deferred rates, at three and 4%. We're seeing, we're seeing rates in fives now again yeah. for, for a fixed guaranteed short-term money. Wow. And we're seeing bank CD rates in three. I saw three and a half through uh Omaha federal credit union actually. Yeah. They have some um, specials right now where pl- if you get the special yeah. uh, time and usually they're anywhere from the 17 months to 48 months. And they sometimes 
each bank has their own special and you want to go with that because it's a higher rate, right? Right. Yeah. And a lot, and a lot of people like dealing with their local bank too, because sure. you, know, you hear about, oh, Amex or whatever is offering 3% on their savings account or whatever right. like that. Right. Ter, you know, terms apply or whatever, you know, but, but some people want to just go into their bank branch still. They yes. like their brick and mortar. That's still, the, especially here in the Midwest, don't you think? Daniel? Yeah, here in the Midwest stuff. Even yeah. I like to right. go down the street to our bank. And- yeah. Right. Go in and mm-hmm. pick up a pile of cash and yeah. he hoards it from me or something. Yeah. We're, we still He's bank at a little bank up in this little town where my wife's, oh, that's my wife's mom worked there for, that was her job. And my wife worked there. Uh, in summers in high school and we still bank there and we go in and we know the people we know the owner and yeah yeah well i have a I, see i have a client that works at a you know i don't know if it's a smaller bank but a smaller local bank omaha federal credit union and she was in for a review with her husband and she's talking about their their rates and, you know and i'm like oh you it can't be and she showed me like three month rates or six months rate the one year rates and sure enough i jump online and not like i didn't believe her of course right but it was just like shocking yeah. that quick because i mean we were seeing cd rates at one almost nothing not even less than one, one. yeah half a percent right. i mean just to the point of you just can't invest in it right you just can't you know like you rather just have it under your mattress yeah 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 you know i so anyway so we're seeing that so that's the benefit now you can go back to more of a traditional events uh investing a traditional balanced portfolio sure. approach um versus constantly trying to hunt for yield trying to right. hunt for re- for return from some type of fixed rate or but you know so if we can blend it with a nice good blue chip dividend portfolio or some type of portfolio on the equity side maybe you get in some of your short intermediate term bonds in there right to balance some of that out maybe you have some cd money maybe some short term annuity money but now we can have that approach again yeah. and and, and uh, it sounds like the fed is going to keep raising interest rates at least a little or incrementally sure. until uh, through until you tell them to stop right through first quarter yeah they call me yeah yeah that's yeah. what jay powell said called dr tony and Bernack here on the phone to me all the time it's crazy yeah, well, we, i'm kidding they've been they've been trying to call into the show all morning here tony and we just, you know, we got Fed stuff Chair to do. We call them. Maybe to call next you, Bill. week. Well, well, maybe next week. Yeah. We'll have yeah. a Yeah. Well, uh, hey, I have a, I, a, not to switch gears, but I have a couple of questions for Danielle. Uh, Danielle, I think it's great that you're on the show today because a lot of people get curious about the housing market because it got so crazy for so long. And just like the auto market, it's like the supply has not been great. Uh, the availability of homes. And, you know, my wife and I are thinking about downsizing. So are you seeing, is there a particular style of home that's more available or that you're seeing more of out there, uh, like size or style? Um, Not really. You know, the more outdated homes now are obviously maybe sitting a little longer. Buyers still want to really, they want a nice house. They want updates. They sure. want it moving ready. A lot of these buyers most time. Yeah. So those ones are selling really quickly. Um, you know, the ones that need a little more updated, they're sitting a little longer, but right now here in Omaha, of course, like a ranch style home is really popular. So those are going quick. That's, Um, that's what we're looking at. We, uh, we'll never buy another split level ourselves because we've been in one for 23 years (laughs) and, you know, with kids and stuff. And as we get older, the two sets of steps and just the two levels and the basement's always cold and, you know, so we want a we want a, a rambler, a one level home. And those are tricky to find, we're finding even here. So they're a little more in demand there as well, huh? Yeah. So everyone kind of just like you, same thing as wanting to get away from those stairs and yeah. get into 
get into a, ra- the ranch. a rambler. Is that ranch? what you call it out in Stillwater? Huh? Yeah. What are you a rancher? I've rambler. never heard yeah. that. A rambler. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that what it is? Am I using the wrong term, Danielle? Uh, we call it like a ranch. Yeah. I've never heard they rambler call it ranch before. Here too, but I call it a rambler as well. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. That's the yeah. We're yeah. I think we're, we're going to coin it here. <laughs> yeah, rambler. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. And big old money show. Eleven ten KFAB. A ranch house is now your rambler. A rambler. Well, no, a yeah. ranch style home is is what we're looking for, and they're hard to find. But that brings me to another point, Danielle. All these housing developments that have gone up, you know, in the last 10, 20 years, none of them built Ramblers, right? And the only Ramblers we have around here are older homes, Um, uh, you know, and a lot of them are fixed up. But I don't see new developers or newer homes in that style. Am I wrong in that? And why would that be? Because everyone I know wants a Rambler, but there are none. What's the deal there? I don't know, because here in Omaha, that you know, they're building the ranches. So, Are they? The ranches, you know, new, I should say? Yeah, ranches. I mean, they're going. <laughs> the ramblers. <laughs> Rambler, oh, yeah, the ramblers. Rambler, sorry. Yeah. Ramblers are, uh, you know, builders are building them, but builders are starting to back off on on number of permits they're pulling for next year. So we are going to start seeing that, that new construction start slowing down, mm. I think, here in Omaha very soon. And that patience is key, too. You tell everybody, and you, you want it so bad, right? And you're, right. And you're sick of looking or whatever. But you just have to make the right thing pops up. I mean, with Andrew Galvin here, look at how many houses you guys looked at, you know, and, and the right one popped up. And what a great house at a great buy. Uh, still got in it pretty good interest rates. They're on the rise. But, you know, it, it's just you, you have to have that patience. You have to have it with whatever you're investing in, whether it's your own personal home or a, a rental house or, you know, or investment or your finances, right? Patience is so incredibly important in trying to not allow your emotions to steer your decision-making, you know, and it's tough. And that's where you guys come in because you can help them make um, uh, really focused, uh, intelligent decisions. You're not emotionally attached. On the financial side, you not only need the patience, but you need to work with the right person and I'm not going to name names, Bill Altman, but uh, I know a guy. Yeah, I do too. He's a good looking guy, real strapping young man. Uh, can help you out too. Has a couple brains on him, or a brain. Oh, are we talking about Bill Kaiser again? Yes, oh, we are. I'm yep, that's right. It's and Bill for Altman. Medicare, as the show is wrapping up right now, Medicare, Bill Kaiser, Brenda Dinan, now is your time. Get your stuff going. Julie Moeller on tax, fabulous, does a great job. Danielle at real estate, DanielleAltman.com. Give her a call. She'll uh, sell your house, help you buy a house, all those kind of fun things. And always you can go to the Big O Money Show, BigOMoney.com. BigOMoney.com. You can go there, check us out. Look at our new video that we had made, a fabulously produced video, I thought, anyway. It's amazing. It's a really nice video. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate that. And, uh, well, I guess until next week, uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. By the way, everybody, on, on Thursday here coming up, and hopefully you get safe and be with family and all that kind of fun stuff. And and Tony, you too, and all of our listeners, and Danielle, uh, we will see you next week. All Happy right. Thanksgiving. Yep, thanks. That'll do it for today's episode of the Big O Money Show with our host, Bill Altman, and special guest, Danielle Altman. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.